it's Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. Oh, hello. Uh, welcome. You know, I decided to record this podcast episode for a reason. A lot of the times we get to a point where we want to create change in our lives, we want to create some sort of transformation, we feel stuck, even although we're actually never stuck. But that's probably an episode for another day. You know, sometimes really big things happen and it sees us, you know, create some change. We invest in coaching or we buy the courses or, or we do bits and pieces. And here's what I've found. I've done a lot of growth. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happened to me over the past few years. I think also um, being a business owner, you know, you really have to, especially getting visible as a part of that um, forces you to really look at a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of um, moving through a lot. And I'm so grateful for all of that because of the difference that all of this stuff makes in, in my daily life, like in the unextraordinary moments, not when I'm, you know, delivering webinars to thousands of people via Zoom or you know, running retreats or, you know, dealing with the grief of of my former husband. I mean, it it's in the little moments that you can actually really literally sort of taste, sense your transformation, how your life has changed from the way it was before. And so in this episode, I'm going to be sharing lessons from any old Sunday. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a Sunday I had recently and how the way in which I handled stuff just is such a cool reflection and such an invitation to you if you if this story sounds familiar to you that things can be different you can be different. So let me start by saying the morning was just idyllic. So uh, we had actually all woken up here. So uh, my boyfriend has his kids um, every second weekend and we had actually had a sleepover. So that was exciting. Like the kids went down beautifully the night before. And I mean, they spent a lot of time together. Uh, he does just live across the road. So it makes it easy um, for the coming and going. But, you know, kids love sleepovers. Anyway, that was great. Everyone woke up. Happy days. Um, I had some um, yogurt and granola. I popped out and I just got some extra sort of fresh fruit, made a big, big fruit salad, got some pastries from the amazing sourdough bakery and everyone was having a beautiful breakfast, you know, all seven of us around the table. Um, while I was at that bakery, I also got just some, um, baguettes. I made up a whole heap of stuff to have, 
a picnic lunch um, was my job for the day uh, because um, my boyfriend had organised a boat for us to take down the Yarra River here in Melbourne. So the kids didn't know that they were going on, I mean, effectively a party boat if if there were no children and if it was done, you know, post lunchtime, um, the situation would have been very diffi- different. But <laughs> there were children who all wanted to um, learn how to drive this boat that goes very slowly, thank goodness, but, you know, didn't stop them you know, wanting to learn how to do 360s when the coast was clear. God knows what we have looked like from the bridges. Anyway, um, the picnic lunch was made. Everyone was so pumped. Uh, It had been drizzling in the morning, so we're like, this could really backfire. But um, the the drizzle cleared. We were on the boat having a a great time. Um, You know, it was an hour and a half of just fun music was playing you know the vibes were high and then uh, we had our our picnic in a park by the Yarra it was I mean you guys it's the stuff people that you write hallmark cards about it was a really fabulous day I mean my youngest child um, had just started back at school well all the kids had started back at school and she was kind of going from extremes of you know happiness to tantrums um a lot for her (laughs) so we were dealing with that but it wasn't too bad it was all manageable everyone was running around having a really good time I was like well pitching myself that this was my life you know one of those sorts of mornings then we came home and he had to just go off and get back to his place get some washing on do some bits and pieces um you know prepare a few things for for school the next day for his boys. We decided um, the kids get two hours of screen time. So we decided to give them an hour of screen time. And I was like, I came in and I was just, you know, I looked at the washing. I didn't feel very inspired. (laughs) Oh, I thought, yep, I should really maybe start thinking about dinner. Didn't really feel inspired by that as all. So I thought, you know what, in these moments where, you know, you can feel yourself just like, oh, like the pin just bursts the balloon and you're sort of slowly deflating um, because, you know, actual real life is also there waiting for you, which isn't a problem for me mostly. But I, I, I took myself off to my bed and I thought, you know what, they're having some downtime. I think I need some downtime too. It had been an amazing morning, but it also had been nonstop. So off I went to my to my bed. I watched an episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Is, is anyone else watching that on Stan? Very good. Very sad. Um, near the end of season one there, but definitely super great show. So anyway, it's my happy place. I'm just watching a little bit of that. Um, but you know, I felt myself starting to slip. You know, that feeling where there was actually something that had happened the day before that had nothing to do with anything that was happening in that present moment. And I started ruminating on it. You know, I started getting a little bit, you know, catastrophizing about it. I started to have that, you know, weight of the world on my shoulders 
kind of vibe. You know, when you're like, oh, it's just all on me. We know that. We know that. And, you know, I think the thing is, is that <laughs> when you're when you're aware of that kind of thing, when you're aware that that's what's happening and you observe yourself doing it, then, and, you know, even though that's the case, sometimes it's not easy to pull yourself out of it straight away. So I sort of, I was just sort of going there and just my mood was getting a little bit manky, you know. So I knew that I had a choice here. So I thought, come on, Lisa, let's let's get into gear. Let's shift this if you don't want to stay in this mood. So I I um I messaged and said, Hey, you finished your stuff, I need to get to the shops. I found these two recipes that I wanted to try for some lunchbox baking that I wanted to get back into, and I found a really great recipe for dinner. And uh, I didn't get a response and I was like why am I being ignored <laughs> what why why is this happening to me um and so <laughs> I mean it sounds so ridiculous uh and anyway it turns out he'd actually nodded off to sleep this is the boyfriend across the road you know just doing his bits and pieces had actually nodded off to sleep which is not surprising because I was needing to work hard to keep my eyes open as well uh it's just that there were five children here so the noise level was making sure that that didn't happen and anyway by the time he he came over um which probably maybe 15 minutes (laughs) so let's just I was in I was in the zone. I was I was feeling a little bit like this is the thing. These these moods, these energies, they can it, like once we're there and like we know that we can shift them, but uh there can be like this sort of hangover effect of them. So I'm still I'm still a bit grumpy. I'm still like, well, that's great. So I get up to the shops uh to get the bits and pieces and the butcher is closed which, of course, was like by five minutes, you know. <laughs> you know the vibe. So I'm messaging, oh, you're just going to have to take some spaghetti bolognese out of the freezer. Okay, no probs, you know, anything else I can do? Like, oh, no. And, uh, and because, because I had put, because I was in a mood, it was then affecting sort of everything else, right? I'm on my way home. I've got the goods for the other things. And as I, as I said before, I knew I had a choice. And I knew that there's ways in which I can shift that energy because it wasn't something that needed my full attention. I'd gone there because I'd let myself ruminate. I was playing in the past. I was also catastrophizing the future. I wasn't really there. I had taken myself way out of the present moment, which is where everything was actually really great. Let's be real. It had been a great day. And and this is what I'm I'm wondering if you resonate with. You know, there can just be little things that can set you off. And how long do you stay off? And how long are you willing to spend your life like that? I mean, this is why I do the work I do. This is literally why I created the mood shift 
which I'll put a link to in the show notes, because you don't, you actually don't have to stay in these moods as long as you might think you do. You have a lot more control. So I was on the way home. I pumped up the music, sort of, you know, shifting things. Music is a really great reset for me. I get back inside and I've got my bags and I can see this bag bowl out on the bench. You know, it was probably about 4.30 in the afternoon. And, uh, and, and then I thought, you know what, I'm going to get to work on these things that I want to make. I've got the ingredients for. I had to get a few little different sort of nuts and seeds. There's a new sort of muesli bar thing that I wanted to try to make for the kids' school lunches. And, and what ended up happening was I put, on, I put on a bit of rhythm of the night I put on a little bit of, you know, just like just random, random music. I think there was also a bit of rhythm is a dancer. I don't know why, where I was. I think because Spotify just kept on kind of delivering me those kind of 90s Britpop dancey type tracks and I was all for it. I turned it up really loud and I just got in my zone, in my kitchen. I didn't need to talk to anyone. I didn't really want to talk to anyone. And um, and then something funny started to to happen. I I started to get busy, and then you know these kids started to sort of sniff around, like, "What are you doing, Mum?" And I have a daughter who's really, really into cooking at the moment. She calls it her happy place, uh, and so she wanted to help me do do this cooking. Suddenly. Uh, there were three children in there wanting to help with the cooking and the music was still on. There was a lot of mess being made. My kitchen is the size of a closet. It is really, really small. Uh, You know, there's no island bench for everyone to sit at. It is literally like just everyone standing around. The, The bench space is... Well, I mean, I don't know, a foot. <laughs> it's so small. Um, but we spread out to the kitchen table, uh, you know, covered the stove top with, you know, breadboards and people were doing stuff on there. There was measuring happening and I just went with it. Suddenly there's literally seven people doing some sort of cooking stirring, uh, mixing, measuring in the kitchen. And I know that that sounds like not everyone's cup of tea, but it was the absolute best kind of chaos. And they were feeding off my shifted mood. I decided that I was going to shift. I decided I didn't want to stay in that spot, that the day had been too good Uh, to let me go there and I needed to use my tools. I needed to take full responsibility for the fact that I was there. Um, So I did. And it turned into the absolute best time. I mean, there were two lots of baked snacks made, an easy dinner, was put together, but then, you know, there was, we made this beautiful dessert that everybody loved, simple. Everyone had full hearts. We were sitting around the table just talking about how great the day was. 
And I could have totally sabotaged that. And it would have been on me. And this is the thing. I I don't think that, you know, no one puts us in a bad mood. No one, no one, you know, I mean, unless people are deliberately trying to be nasty to you, in which case, I mean, that's their problem, really. I think over the years, I've just gotten so much better at just allowing people to have their experience of life. And I don't need to take on, on their stuff. Not my job, their job to fix themselves, just like it's my job to, to deal with myself and not rely on, on someone else or some perfect situation or circumstance in order to shift myself out of, out of a bad mood or being triggered or ruminating on something. Um, this is exactly, I see, I see women wasting their lives away, just going over and over, like just being stuck, not knowing that they actually have the ability to shift themselves. And as I said, you can go, I I break this down so um, clearly in the mood shift, uh, which is, uh, I mean, I've been told by many people, it's one of their favourite trainings that I've ever created. Uh, So the link for that will be in the show notes. But because, you know, here's the thing. I'm not about, I don't want you to hear me and be like, oh, well, that's fine for her, you know, well done, Lisa, that's a cool story, or yeah, I'm going to try that. I really want, you know, to not just, you know, listen, but to actually learn and do differently. And that happens when we choose to be something different than what we are. Like I'm not going to be someone who is a victim of my brain, which, which will always seek out, you know, the, that whole negativity bias thing. It's always going to seek out things to worry about, seek out things that are wrong and need fixing. Um, it's a normal thing to have happen, but I'm not going to like that amazing, beautiful day. And then for me to end up in a spiral and then grumpy at everyone and short-tempered, it's not on anyone else to make me feel better. It's on me to make myself feel better. It's on you. And I called this lessons from any other Sunday. It can literally be like any other hour. Like how often are you finding yourself, your days derailed, because your brain's just doing what your brain's going to do and then you end up in that state for a really long time. I don't know. I reckon life is just we lose our power. We literally hand over our power. I don't want to live my life at like the whim of, you know, my moods. I take full responsibility for how I feel and I will learn and I will practice doing things differently, shifting. Because we're we're just energy. Our, like we are energy beings. That energy dips, our mood gets lower. I mean, we even call it low moods. Like literally your your vibration, your frequency dips. And there's ways in which you can increase your frequency. And everyone around you will notice. They won't use words to describe it. They might just get 
attracted in to that frequency. They might just end up dancing and laughing around you. It's my job to manage my frequency, which is what I teach in The Mood Shift. It's all about energy and it's all about personal responsibility and it's very practical. So go grab that training if you struggle with this. If you resonate with this, then it's literally you who I created it for. Um, and I, Because, I, I mean, I think it's all of us, right? Like I'm not unusual. Sure, I've been using these tools and practising and so I can shift myself faster, but I have countless examples of women who have, done that training and it's been like what what have I been doing my whole life why have I never understood it like this why didn't I ever think I had the ability to control it now I always make a disclaimer when I'm talking about this stuff because of the number of people around me who have struggled with their mental health but I am talking from the place of a person who who is not dealing with um, mental illness. And I encourage anyone who is either triggered by this conversation or who knows that maybe the rules don't, the, what I'm sharing doesn't apply to them for, uh, for certain reasons to go and, you know, talk to someone about it. Uh, make sure that you are supported. Uh, and, um, Nothing that I ever, ever offer or put out there is some kind of silver bullet cure-all. It's literally the stuff that's worked for me that's completely changed how I show up in my life and completely altered the expectations that I have for myself and how good life can feel. But I know we're not all the same. Okay, so absolutely always seek help and support for whatever it is that you're dealing with via trained professionals. But if you're someone who gets derailed, who wants to learn an extra set of tools, really, that's all I do, just share in the tools uh, to help you. I know that the mood shift will help, but I also hope that me just sharing this story and explaining to you a little bit of what I do, like just literally pumping up some music, doing something that I know is going to give me a feeling of satisfaction at the end of it, getting those um, lunchbox snacks baked for the week. Those things, honestly, you guys, it's far simpler than you think. But you have to take responsibility. You have to know you can do it. And no one else is going to deliver it to you. I love the feeling of being spoiled or someone taking care of me or, um, you know, just when you do get that beautiful sequence of events like I had in the morning where everything was just going so, so well. But that's not all the time. Like we're responsible for how we show up in the world and our mood. And so I hope that my story of any other Sunday reflects back to you and maybe you can, if you find yourself in that same situation, that you can think to yourself, you know, what do I need right now? What would change my frequency? What is going to um, help me uh, 
shift my attention to things that make me feel good. I don't need to be in the rumination. I don't need to go down this path of, you know, thought spirals. I can see myself doing it and I'm choosing not to. Give it a crack. Of course, let me know. Let me know if you give it a try. Let me know if you jump into the mood shift. It's a smashing training uh, and it's helped many, many people. I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode. 